Okay, so uh, last week we started some strategies on gratitude and how to change it from um, a reaction into a mindset, which is what we're doing. Just to go over those uh, strategies, we did number one, starting the day with gratitude. We spoke about the idea that if you start the day in the right way, in the positive way, in a gratitude way, that can literally change the rest of your day. Number two, we asked the idea, we spoke about the idea of a gratitude journal. I don't know how many of you took it seriously and started writing things down, but I if you like do, okay, that's great. That's great. It can, it can change you. It can change you. You have a gratitude journal. You write down the things that you thank the Rabbi Nishlam. We spoke about Apichasidus, the idea of specific Kabbalah of using every garment of your soul. We, speak about, we spoke about two of them. We spoke about the third one today. Uh, those were the two, and the third one was a replacement, th- replacement theory, which was, and if a moment comes into, uh, like a, a thought comes into your mind of something negative, something not positive, immediately replace it with something positive, and that will train your brain and train your mind into always focusing, highlighting, and thinking of the good. Let's move on with some of the, the next two uh, categories that I want to get to, and strategies as well. Number one. We're actually holding in strategy number four, but number one for today. And that is to share it with others, which basically means it's very easy, and we all know this, to share what's going wrong in our lives with other people. I had a bad day. This one did this wrong to me. This one annoyed me. It's so easy for us to pinpoint and share with everybody else our frustrations with other people, what goes wrong with our life, what's not happening right, in order to change that. It helps a person to be able to have other people in their life to talk to about the good, about the positive. In other words, instead of sharing with other people the negative, the bad, what not good, what didn't go right, what's not going good in your day, start sharing what's good with other people. Start sharing with your friends, with your roommates, with your relatives. You know, I had a great day today. Or I had a great seder. Or I managed to learn. Or I managed to do, do a chesed. Or I managed to, whatever I did, something good, share it with somebody else. Learn to share the experiences of your day, not only in the negative, which unfortunately was so easy to do, and it's natural for us to do. You tell someone, oh gosh, I can't believe this guy yeah, did that to me. It's also easier to feel someone's pain than feel someone's happiness. That, that's something else. That's to feel someone's pain. Yeah, I'm, talking about, I'm, talking about, I'm talking about you to share it with other people, to learn, to share your good and positive experiences with others, which shifts your brain into when you talk to other people, you don't always frustrate about what's not going good, but you start actually venting on the good things. And that eventually, again, it's all here as strategies to train your brain into becoming gratitude, becoming a mindset, and automatically your brain is in a good, in a positive, in everything that's wonderful. And that's, that's what we're trying to do over here. If we, have, if we manage to accomplish that, then you people will be positive, great, gratitude-filled people, and your whole lives will be different. Just imagine your, your marriage. With, uh, just imagine you're going to get married, and you've already shifted your brain, at least as much as possible. We're never perfect people, right? We're always, you know, sometimes we, we fall, that's fine. But at least in the majority of ways, our brain works automatically the good, the positive. It's amazing. You know what that is? You know what? You know, not children you're going to bring up. If your children always see that they're in a positive atmosphere, everything is good. Yeah, there are things that go wrong sometimes. Okay, fine. We're not ignoring that. But at the end of the day, we always look for the good. We concentrate on the good. We always see the good first. Okay? Okay, so that's strategy number four. Learn to start focusing conversation with other people on the positive, on the good. Strategy number five. Very important one. Very interesting one. How this one works. And that is... Learn to praise other people. Okay? Learn to praise other people appropriately 
it actually trains us to see the good. In other words, when we learn to train, we train ourselves to praise other people for the good that they do, obviously apart from the wonderful things that we do for the other person by praising them, we do amazingly good for ourselves. We ultimately gain because we're training ourselves to see the good and not only see it, to also mention it and express it. Now instinctively, uh, by default, most of us were created, and we mentioned this if you remember the beginning, how a baby is born, our, our default is to point out negative behavior. It's so easy for us to look at another person and say, well, look at this guy, he's doing this wrong, he's bad at this, he's not good at that, he does this wrong. It's so easy for us to be able to do that. What we have to do is by praising other people, it teaches us, trains us to see the good. And by the way, to express it verbally is using the third garment of the soul that we mentioned last time, using all three garments. We use two by thought and by action, but now we're also doing verbal ex- uh, expression as well. It's not only about thought and action, expressing our good feelings and it strengthens our feelings now in order to work on this we need to express it and that sort of adds the fuel to the fire to make everything go better in fact they did a study in psychology that if a person writes an email about somebody else's good quality even if he doesn't send the email he doesn't press send he just simply writes the email by the way I want to thank you whatever it is that automatically without even sending the email has a positive effect on the person writing the email. I actually tried it last night. I tried it with someone last night. Obviously, I sent the email as well. But I tried it with someone last night. And I just I pointed out something really good about someone. Just said, I want to thank you because you're, you're this, you're that. It's amazing. Right? And he obviously was very appreciative of that and was wonderful. Sometimes when you do that, it, 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 you know, it fuels the whole positivity that you have within you because you learn to express yourself. Recently, I sent an email it wasn't that recently, but, you know, kind of recently, I sent an email to my old Rosh Hashiva, that when I first came to Yeshiva, and, and I said to him, I just want to thank you, because I, I don't think I ever appreciated when I was in Yeshiva, like, what you had to do and what you had to go through. Right? Now I kind of, you know, have some inkling to, like, what you did and what you went through, like, you know, whoa, like, wow, I don't know how you managed. And, and it, it, you know, it just, it, when you do that, when you write it, when you say it, when you tell someone else, it's an amazing, amazing thing. You don't realize everyone needs praise. I remember hearing from, I think I was in Queens, and uh, I met someone who drives around all like the big speakers. He drives around all the big speakers, and he told me he drives around all the big, you know, Rabbi Pesach Kron, and Rabbi YY, and all the big speakers. And he said to me once he was driving around, driving Rabbi Pesach Kron, and just before he got in the car, Rabbi Kron was getting in the car, and a guy said to him like, oh Rabbi Kron, wow, you're sure him, I love it, I get so much chizik, it's amazing, thank you so much. And he said, thank you so much, I appreciate it, and he came in the car. So the driver said to him, Rabbi Kron, like, you know, pfft, you probably get that all day. You probably all day get like, it probably means nothing to you. He says, no, you're wrong. Every person that says that to me, I feel good about myself. I feel good. Okay, now I know I'm doing something good. I'm speaking well. I'm okay. I'm helping the world. It's wonderful. Every person, even the greatest person in the world, requires, um, requires a little bit of, you know, a little bit of a push, a little bit of positivity, a little bit of feedback. It's very, very important. Now, I want to point out that this is very different to the journal we mentioned last time. Last time we mentioned the journal, we are writing things that we personally are grateful for that the Rabboni Shalom has given us, right? Over here, what we're saying is we're saying to someone else, thank you, I realized what you did for me or what you're doing for the world, and for that I'm grateful. And for that I think you're amazing, right? And that does wonders for this Midah in this way, and it fills us with gratitude, which eventually will turn ourselves to look more and more into the world and see that, right? It's like, for example, if you ever learn Chodes Salavavah, which you all should learn by the way and I suggest it's required reading for every Yid to learn because he talks about finding the Rebbe in the world looking in the world and finding Hashem 
You know, it fills you with so much love for Hashem. That's why he says it comes after Yechad Elikim, because then you can get real Yechad with the Rabbi Nishalayim. Somebody once came to their therapist very, very upset. My, my, my work is horrible. Oh, my, my work is horrible. All the people there, they're just terrible. I hate being at work. I hate going to work. I can't stand it. It's horrible. So the therapist said, hold on a second. Take a piece of paper. Could you write 10 things that are good about your work? Well, nothing. Absolutely nothing. My work is horrible. The people are horrible. But every, the boss, the workman, every, I can't stand it. Well, 10 things? No, nothing. I said, hold on a minute. Do you get paid for your job? Yeah. Okay, wonderful. You write that down, please. That's a good thing. How close is it to your home? Well, it's actually quite close to my home. Oh, wonderful, beautiful. So write that down. They went one by one and they found 22 good things about the job, which the, guy, which the person didn't even realize. Therapist told the person, I want you to do something very interesting. I want you to go home and I want you to look in front of the mirror. And in front of the mirror, I want you to say, I love my job and go through all of these 22 things that are the reasons why your job is good. Two weeks later, this person came back to the therapist and said, it's unbelievable. Everyone at work has changed. Everyone at work, they're different people. It's just amazing. And obviously the answer is no, you changed. But that's how you change, by focusing on the good. Okay? Now, people, people also think that to have gratitude means, okay, you never see the bad. Never see what's negative, never see what's bad. We've spoken about once before, the missing tile syndrome, right? Remember, people walk in the room, the first thing they see is, oh, there's a missing tile over there. They don't even notice that the whole tile, is, the whole feeling is good, but they just notice the one thing, right? The answer is, it's not true. You're allowed to see the bad, you're allowed to deal with it, that's fine. But what do you focus on? What do you highlight? What are you seeing first? A Yid's famous miser came to Haligur Abzisha. He was sent by the Mezhid Shemagid. Because he came to the Mezhid Shemagid, he said, I don't understand, Pshat and Chazal. Chazal tells the Gemara that Kishem, Shemavorchim, just like you give, you make a bracha on the good, you give a bracha on the bad. He said, I don't understand, what can that mean? So the Mezhid Shemagid famously sent him to the Haligur Rebbe Abzisha. And he went traveling to wherever Abzisha lived, Anapoli, and he went there, he knocked on this shack, and he sees this old, disgusting, dilapidated house of this old man that's like hunched over, looking like he's hungry, looking like he hasn't been fed for who knows how long, looks like he's in pain, he's standing there smiling with this great, wonderful smile with the radiance from his face. He says, what can I do for you? He says, well, the Mezhah Shemagad sent me to you to ask you, what's Pshat? How do you give a bracha on the good? Just like the bad. So Rebbe said, you've come to the wrong place. I don't know what bad means. I don't know what it means to have bad. Everything is wonderful. And then he that's the Pshat. Right? Because of course he had hardships. Of course he had sigh, he had pain. He didn't concentrate on it. He didn't live his life with that way. And let me just end with one last yesoid. Is we've been talking about the benefit of gratitude to the person thinking, feeling, and expressing gratitude. But I want to just focus for a moment on the person upon whom the gratitude is bestowed. Right? We live in a world with relationships. We don't live in a bubble. We don't live by ourselves. We live with other people. And the Rabbani Shalom specifically set up the world in a way that we live with other people so that we will work on ourselves. Like the Vilna Goen famously says, the whole reason why Yid was sent down to the world is Misak and Midas. That's why we're here, to fix ourselves up and therefore every human being requires to feel appreciated now a lack of gratitude is a lack of willingness to express gratitude right, I'll give you one riot which I'm just going to say very very quickly Moshe Rabbeinu a year and a half after Klal Yisrael came out of Mitzrayim 
went very, very upset. Got very, very upset with Klali's role when they started to complain that we remember the cucumbers and the garlic and the onion in Mitzrayim. Like, come on, remember the good days. Maisha Rabbeinu was so upset. I don't understand. You left Mitzrayim. You were slaves over there. You've seen the Ten Makas. You've seen Kriyas Yamsuf. You've had Har Sinai. And now you're complaining? I- I'm out. Maisha Rabbeinu says, get me out of here. I can't, I can't deal with this nation anymore. I can't deal with it. I can't be here. I can't be the leader of this nation. I cannot deal with this. What's the Rabbani Shalom's response? Very interesting, by the way. I'm not going to go through it now in Barichas, but it's a very interesting response. How does the Rabbani Shalom respond to Moshe Rabbeinu after this complaint? The Rabbani Shalom says to take 70 people, right? Says take 70 people, and I'm going to make them into Nevi'im. Wow. Psh. Okay, Moshe Rabbeinu says, okay, I feel good now. What does that mean? You know what ultimately the Rabbani Shalom was saying? He was saying, I'm taking regular, normal people, and we're going to uplift them. Because what you have done to this nation is so incredible that we can now take a regular person and turn him into a Novi. Moshe Rabbeinu needed feedback. Moshe Rabbeinu needed to show, yes, you did something good. And once the Rabbanishim showed him you did something good and you've accomplished something with this nation, then Moshe Rabbeinu says, okay, we all have people in our lives that we need to appreciate. Whether it's going to be our wives, whether right now it's our Rebbeim, our roommates, our Chavrusas, our friends, our parents, whatever it may be, we have to learn to express the gratitude because if we don't, it's a lack of our appreciation and we haven't worked on this Midah. People are very quick to notice the negative, what's not good. But when we help someone and we praise them and we show them what they are good at, what they did right, it builds them up and that is the power of gratitude. Like the Gemara tells us in Brochus that if a person says hello and you don't answer back, you have stolen. Which is very interesting. Where do you find stealing in that way? We find stealing maybe time. We find stealing money and all these things. But what we're doing is we're stealing someone's satisfaction. We're stealing someone's feedback. We have a responsibility when we live in a world with other people to be able to show them and express our feelings for what they have done. People don't like accepting it. That's true. People have to learn how to accept compliments. People have to learn how to accept praise sometimes accepting is also giving that's something else but our responsibility and if we really want to work on this meter in a real way what we're going to have to do is learn to praise and show our expression of our Korosotov to other people and through that we ourselves become better and more gratitude people as well Mitzvah Shem next week we'll continue